Here's a message from Ken Lavica. The Dolphins could have had Tom Brady. Ryan Fitzpatrick was the mother bleeper. Oh, no. Don't. Is, is, is what I'm hearing correct from Michael Lombardi? The Dolphins could have had Brady. Joe Rigotti hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go. You are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program. No, no, no. Stick around. Hang out with us. Cool. Yeah, we'll stay and hang around with you. It's Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. This whole Brady thing on HBO... Jim ripping an NFL quarterback, calling him a mother bleeper and ripping a team. I didn't think that there's any way that that could have been Ryan Fitzpatrick and the Dolphins, but now my eyes have been open. You could say I'm football woke thanks to Michael Lombardi, and I am not happy about this. Ken Levick alive featuring Coquel. We're here on a Thursday at Phillips Point Towers, downtown West Palm Beach, and we are in the Anna John Levine Action and Attorney Studios right off the overcast intracoastal. Joe Rigotti sitting in, handling the controls. Coquel to my left, and I, I'll give you a full peek behind the curtain here. All right, so yesterday... I'm leaving the ESPN West Palm Studios here in downtown West Palm, and I get a very excited direct message from Evan Cohen, who you hear 5 o'clock commercial free oh. every day here on ESPN 106.3. So Evco, he, he direct messages me on Twitter, and he goes, guess what's awesome that broke at uh, 4 o'clock as opposed to before noon for your show? <laughs> and he sent the link to the uh, GM Shuffle. This is the podcast that Michael Lombardi does with Adnan Verk, formerly of ESPN and formerly of DAZN. And formerly of WWE. <laughs> yeah, that's actually, you're right. Formerly yeah. very, very quick stint in WWE. Like two Raws. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did. He got hired right after two WrestleMania, and, and then done. two weeks later he was done. But... I'm a huge fan of Hadnan Burke, so I'm not going to sit here and, uh, and rip on the guy. But Michael Lombardi was doing what we all did earlier this week and speculated about who the quarterback mother bleeper was that Tom Brady was talking about uh, on the trailer for The Shop Unedited. I think that's what the name of it was. Uninterrupted. The Shop Uninterrupted. Can we just say the quarterback, please? As a former educator for over a dozen years in Palm Beach County, I'd prefer it if you just stop using that word and just say the quarterback Brady was talking about. There's a nicer way to put it, please. Thank you. <laughs> okay. How, how should I address it then? Just the, the quarterback that was being referenced by Tom Brady. The quarterback that was being referenced with a curse word by Tom Brady. Uh, so we throw out names like Mitch Trubisky. That's who Evan thought it was. Uh, throw out names like Derek Carr. That's who Josh Cohen of Josh Cohen, the home team, thinks it is. Uh, maybe it was Jared Goff. Maybe it was Jimmy G. That appeared to be the most popular scenario on social media. That's who Brady was referencing. Well, listen to this from Michael Lombardi on the GM Shuffle with Adnan Verk. I think Brady really would have liked to play in San Francisco. However, I think Brady wanted to stay on the eastern seaboard as much as possible. I don't think he would refer to Jimmy G as... 
I think the team is Miami on the Eastern Seaboard. They had Ryan Fitzpatrick. Now he would say, "You're sticking with that." For Michael, if you know Brady, he wanted to be on the East. He wanted to get back at New England. Like, and what better way to get back at New England than go to Miami? You got Flores down there. They had plenty of cap room. Remember, they signed all those guys last year. They had a ton of cap room. And you know, you're sticking with that. Like, you stick, Michael. With Ryan? You know, you don't want me. Like Flo, you know me. You know, you know me. Everybody thinks it's 49ers and Jimmy G, but I, I don't think that. You know, having them coming off a Super Bowl appearance, Brady would refer to Jimmy G as that. Like, you got to be bad to get Brady to say that, right? I think it was Miami. I am about to just bang my head into the wall. If Michael Lombardi is right, and I don't know if he is, but if Michael Lombardi is right, and the Dolphins, and Chris Greer, and Brian Flores chose to stick with Ryan Fitzpatrick in that quarterback room, when they could have gotten Tom Brady and they had room under the cap to sign him and they sure as hell had room in the quarterback room for Tom Brady and they opted to stick with Ryan Fitzpatrick, I mean, I'm just going to blast the crown of my skull into the door here in the ESPN West Palm Studios. It never occurred to me that the Dolphins really truly ever had a shot at Tom Brady. But if the Dolphins at least were in the discussion late in the process and they said, nah, we're good with Fitzpatrick, that is infuriating. Now, could it be the situation where Brady said, hey, I want to be your quarterback. I want to play until I'm 50. Because he's been saying, what, does he want to play to 45, 50 Mm -hmm. years old? And they were like, all right, well, we have Tua. We don't want you for that many years. Okay. That's fine. I don't care if Tom Brady. It sound fine. It's no, like, it is it's fine. Not like your head still wants to explode. Because this is this is what it comes down to for me. I am totally fine with fleeting, instant gratification as a sports fan. So in that hypothetical where Brady says, "Oh yeah, I want to play until fifty, so let's make this a five-year deal, and then we can talk options after that." I would say, fine, if I knew the outcome was going to be that the Dolphins were going to be elevated to Super Bowl contender and you would at least be going to a Super Bowl, even if the next 10 years were blown up because Brady sticks around too long, Tua's development is stunted because his confidence is blown up uh, and he never develops into a franchise quarterback who it, it might already be the case because you're pulling out of games in the fourth quarter for Ryan Fitzpatrick after you force him in for nine starts in his rookie season. But I would be totally okay with Tom Brady If you could tell me we're going to sign Brady, he's going to wait way too long to retire, but you get one year of glory like the Buccaneers got last year with Tom Brady at the helm, I would say, Chris Greer, do the deal and we'll figure it out after. Even if the Dolphins are irrelevant for a decade, one fleeting year of glory, I will take it. This is the fundamental question for a sports fan, not just a Dolphins fan, but a sports fan, period, with your team. Would you take one singular year of potential glory if it meant 10 years of irrelevance after the fact? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. You can tweet at us at ESPN West Palm as well. Are you into the short term? Let's win now and deal with the consequences later. 
Or are you into that? We need to build this the right way to sustain so we have a decade to be competitive. Would you take one year of glory for 10 years of irrelevance as a sports fan? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. So for Finns fans, it would be they could have won the Super Bowl in 2021. Mm-hmm. And then not matter till 2030. Yep. And you would have been okay with Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Absolutely. I would have been totally fine with that. And Brady could have been stubborn and could have said, nope, I'm hanging around. It's a personal goal of mine to play until I'm 50. I want to be the first quarterback to be able to do this. And he'd have the leverage to do so because he brought the Dolphins to a Super Bowl in year one. I don't know if that's what's going to happen with the Bucs, but me, as a Dolphins guy, now knowing uh, at least that, uh, and that's a pretty good case that Lombardi sets out. Uh, yeah, he wanted to stay on the East Coast. Yeah, this guy's competitive. He wants to get his two shots a year at the Patriots. Uh, if the Dolphins were indeed in that discussion, and Ryan Fitzpatrick is indeed the bad word that Thank he you, referenced. Thank you. Uh-huh, you're welcome. Um, then... To me, that is a risk you absolutely take. And I would have said that before I saw Tom Brady win a championship in Tampa Bay, but I should have known that an ultra-motivated uh, Tom Brady was going to do what he did with the Buccaneers. And this is me who was making fun of Tom Brady late stages in New England because I thought that he was starting to hit the slide, the beginning of the end in his career before that rejuvenation that happened in Tampa. That's the hard part, though, is when Flor- if this did take place. But it's Ryan Fitzpatrick against Tom Brady. Like, how is that? If the Dolphins did this, how can you justify that? I think it's Tua instead of Brady. I don't think it's really Ryan Fitzpatrick. I think it's, it's all about, I think they wanted Tua to start no matter what. But would you I think rather- that was their goal from day one. Obviously, I mean, they played ragarm if- over Fitzmagic. When Stop Fitzmagic calling him ragarm. He does not have a ragarm. If you- but if you're the Dolphins, if you're the Dolphins and you bring in Brady and then Tua- has to, by nature of having Brady in that locker room, has to sit an additional year, has to sit two years, has to sit three years. So be it. You deal with it because I am guaranteed that in that first year, I'm going to have a Dolphins team that has a great chance at going to the Super Bowl. And it makes you more relevant than you've been in an awful long time, even if the next decade sucks after that, you had that one season where the Dolphins are proud again. I'm into the short term. Let's win now. Let's construct for the present, even if it means that things melt down in the long term. Were the Dolphins built to win if they had Brady? They De- had the defensively, defense- yes. Yes, absolutely defensively. But you had an emerging tight end for an aging quarterback. Mikey G. Perfect. Mikey G, Mike Jasicki. He could have. I mean, look at how Tom Brady has elevated guys around him in New England offenses for his entire career. I mean, you don't think Antonio that. Antonio Brown would have come here. Exactly. Like Gronk he- would have come here. Right, right. Gronk, yeah, Gronk would have been a Dolphin. You have Jasicki on the other side. You've got Antonio Brown uh, in the backfield. You've got Fournette. Like, all of those things are coming together. The Dolphins had room to make the same moves the Buccaneers did. And I think the Dolphins' backs were not bad. I think they just, people sure. load, they loaded the box on them. Sure. So you can't do that with Brady, and if you have a couple guys that could stretch the field. Yeah, but Tom Brady threw for the second most yards in the NFL last season and won the Super Bowl. The Dolphins could have had that, even if the next decade sucked, and even if Tua... Uh, it was, it, yeah, they felt compelled to have to play him last year because guess who the alternative was? 
the great Ryan Fitzpatrick. And we love him, and we love the beard, and we love his kooky shirts, Fitz and we magic. love his personality, did, did and we love the Fitz magic. He did great for them. But he also was in line to be top 10 in interceptions in the NFL again, like he was every single year. As a sports fan, and this is off of the Dolphins, Michael Lombardi speculating that Dolphins were the team, Ryan Fitzpatrick was the quarterback that Brady was referencing in the clip from HBO, the bad word. You're sticking with that bad word over me? Sports fan question, would you take one year of potential glory for 10 years of irrelevance? Are you more short-term or more long-term? Me, I'm nearsighted on this. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And then you can hit Twitter at ESPN West Palm. Let's take it a step further, Coquel. Mm-hmm. Who are the only teams that should not have considered Brady going in? to last season the two off the top of my head I think are the obvious ones Kansas City and Green Bay other than that you can at least have an argument about whether or not Brady is an upgrade or can maximize the weapons that are already there like what about like a Seattle let's go weird Seattle. But Do you then, think Brady could go in and like maximize DK Metcalf? And uh, you saw Russ get mistake prone trying Russ to force things. He but the offensive year. line was also trashy. But Brady gets the ball so quick. You're so exactly right. Russ Wilson runs backwards and gives them more time. Yeah. Like if he gets the ball out right away. Seattle, and we saw the relationship kind of deteriorate. That could have been a team that could have pulled that plug early. Plus, you can then trade Russ for more assets and go all in. I know that Brady and Drew Brees are tight, but if you're Sean Payton, wouldn't you have rather had Tom Brady as your quarterback last year? That's so hard because that's the legacy question. Are you ready to rip the Band-Aid off? Because Brees, mm. Brees is on his way out. I know. I know. It's they have hard, that connection. But, but I think you've got to rip the Band-Aid I think sports is a business, and there comes a time you just got to cut You got to cut bait. I mean, Drew Brees looked like a Chad Pennington The Steelers should have went for him. The Steelers, absolutely. Yeah, that's not even a question. What about... The Ravens. What if, so let's go crazy with this. If you bring Brady in for a year and he's going to be able to bring you to a Super Bowl, though you have the MVP quarterback, Lamar Jackson, who there's still questions, even after winning a playoff game last year, there's still questions about his long-term playoff ability. Can he actually lead a team to the Super Bowl? Would you take Brady over your boy, the Boynton Beach grad, Lamar Jackson? Come on, Coquel! Let's get weird. I'm t- I think I stick with Lamar, but more because of the way the roster's constructed. They're not built for a pass happy offense. I mean, Hollywood Brown, who we love, Broward mm-hmm. kid, he's not a number one receiver. You know what I mean? Like, that's part of the problem Lamar has, is he had no one to throw to. Man, and to sit here. Although tight ends are what Brady does well, and the Ravens, uh-huh. you know, those guys may not have gotten hurt with Brady. That's tough. The, to sit here and to uh, deify Tom Brady like I am now, because I'm so impressed. It changed my whole perspective of him after what he did last year in Tampa. To sit here and deify him, it makes my head hurt. It makes my groin hurt. It makes my heart hurt. Everything hurts. It's so weird for me. But. I mean, especially from a Dolphins perspective, if you could have brought him in and said, by beard, and Tua had to sit two, three years, maybe it kills his confidence, maybe Brady sticks around too long, the next decade is bad for the Dolphins, but they can be in the Super Bowl last year, I would have taken that. Would you take one year of potential glory for 10 years of irrelevance? 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. Buffalo's another team I may not have done it. 
With Josh Allen. With Josh Allen. And I think I don't think Brady has great arm strength left, and I think playing in Buffalo in the winter would have been rough. I think I'd factor that in. I think you can make a case for that, for sure. And Josh Allen is someone who can deal with a bad offensive line. But we also didn't know Josh Allen was going to... That's true. In retrospect, we didn't know Josh Allen was going to make I'm the play- incredible leap he did. I'm playing the results But, but that's fine. That's fine. Like Because then, if Brady doesn't reach potential, then you have the question marks about Josh Allen. But we also hadn't seen enough of a sample size yet. You couldn't blame the Bills, but now... You're like, well, I guess uh, you've averted that potential disaster. Uh, Barrio is in West Palm Beach. Barrio, you're on ESPN 106.3. Wait, what is what is the name there, Joe? Oh, Barry? Barrio. Oh, Barrio. I'm sorry, Barry. I can't read, and I'm very dumb. You're on Ken Levick Alive. What's up, Barry? Barry? Is it, is it Darren? <laughs> Derek. Derek. Derek, we're, Derek, we're off to a hot start here. Derek, what's up, man? Yeah. Greg. <laughs> Not much. Hey, so I was thinking about the uh, the question you asked about the one-year mm-hmm. glory, mm-hmm. and I tried to figure out a team that kind of has already had that, and I came up with the Eagles. And so, because they had their, their Super Bowl a few years sure. back, and now nobody's talking about them. Um, and once I picked the team, I got to tell you, I don't think I could do it. <laughs> like, no. You can do the short no term the and decade. then the misery for the next decade. And, yeah, Eagles land is not fun. I mean, because you had nothing but quarterback drama and Carson Wentz underperforming. Then you go back to Foles and you have fleeting success. And now Jalen Hurts is your guy. But is he your guy? You've got a new head coach now who is the worst press conference head coach of anybody that I've oh, ever seen in my him. entire life. Yeah. yeah, no, Derek, I think. Yeah, you, so you don't think mentally you could keep going back. You're not strong enough to keep going back to the one glorious year where Nick Foles is catching touchdown passes in the Super Bowl because the next 10 sucks so hard. Yeah, there's there's no way. Like, I look at it now, and I was like, man, I feel bad for people in Philly, and I'm a <laughs> Miami fan, and they had their chance just a few years ago. There's there's no I couldn't do it. Derek, that's a really Once good I one. A name on it, uh, I couldn't uh, do it. Appreciate the call, and I'm very simple-minded, too, so this is why I think – I, I'm all for ones. I'm also a Chicagoan, a White Sox fan. I still go back to 2005 when they won the World Series that nobody remembers as, ah, I'm just glad that happened. I have to disagree with Charlie completely. His call. <laughs> oh, Bill's call? Yeah. <laughs> the Jets, as a Jets fan, I'm taking it because I'm in years of misery all the time. So give me the one Super Bowl. Who cares? And I'm just living normal life the other nine years. Yeah, I guess it depends on the franchise. And I know we have a... I'm actually curious, since Derek used the Eagles as an example, and there's a lot of Eagles fans in this area, maybe not listening to the show after what we've done to the 76ers and brought a torch to them over the last oh, week, but if there, are, if there are Philadelphia fans that are listening right now, how do you view that? Because, yeah, that's good. You had Nick Foles coming in relief and help win you the Super Bowl, and everything since then has been pretty trashy. Yeah, they basically like, did that. Are you happy still? Or are you miserable? 888 They're miserable. 888 Let's go to Corey in West Palm. Corey, you're on ESPN 106.3. Hey, Corey. Hey, guys. How's it going? Good. Um, so I just wanted to call and make a point. Um, obviously, I think it would have been great to have Brady in Miami. Obviously, it would have been an up. But... Um, being a Dolphins fan, it's like we've always been at the bottom of the totem pole. And uh, I, we, everyone always, when you talk about the Dolphins, they go to the undefeated season. And as fans of the Dolphins, we always have to carry that. 
So, I mean, having one more year, if we did get Brady and win the Super Bowl, it'd just be that scenario all over again. We'd be, we'd just be talking about the past for so long. I think it's more important for the Dolphins fans uh, to actually have our team be relevant for a long, consistent period of time. So maybe developing Tua in the long run is the better idea for us. You know, when I think about NFL consistency, and you're right, Dolphins fans live in the past way too much. And I think that's a product of the media down here. I think it's a product of the organization down here. Uh, And you're right, it is annoying going back to 72 all the time. And you're right, it probably would end up being the same exact scenario. And I suppose a, a, a model of NFL longevity would be the Saints. Like they've been competitive for a long time, a lot of playoff appearances, um, a lot of NFC championship games, but only one championship in that time. But would you, Corey, prefer uh, 15 years at this point of you're in the playoffs and you're in the NFC title game, you never get back to a Super Bowl, but you had that one Super Bowl win. Would you prefer that over the Dolphins with one year Super Bowl and then 10 years of crap after? If, if we're talking hypothetical like this, I would rather have us competing and nail-biting right to the end and we're in the AFC title game every year rather than one Super Bowl with Tom Brady. That's pretty fair. It's fair. Oh. And, but a lot of people have a, a lot greater uh, outlook and mental capacity and than I do. This isn't hate. This sure. isn't hate towards Tom Brady. He's, I mean, we all agree that he's the GOAT. I think he's the greatest of all but time. But you just want the solace, and the peace hard. of mind of knowing that your team is going to have a long run each year. You're going to play into January. Oh, 100%. And, like, as a fan of any sport, you always want your team to come out on top at the end. But, I mean, it, it would be nice for the Dolphins fans to actually have a team to root for rather than everyone looking at us just saying, oh, you're just thinking back to 72. What have you guys done since then? Yeah. And it would be weird, too, and appreciate the call. It would be weird, too, to then, in Dolphins lore, have Tom Brady as the guy who delivered a championship to the no, now you How have, big of a mind bleep would that be? But now you have the greatest team ever, the undefeated team, and the greatest quarterback ever that you can start claiming. So now the lore of the Dolphins gets even bigger, <laughs> and that 72 title can now be like your backup for your, yeah, we won it 10 years ago, but we also had the undefeated season. Hold it on. adds to the strength of the 72 Man. Dolphins. Uh, <laughs> what, what are you doing right now? That Your rationale for that was really bizarre. I kind of well, see I where cl- you're going. I claim Ronnie Lott is a Hall of Fame Jet. <laughs> Who are other Jets that barely played for the organization that you claim? Oh, man, they're all on that same. Leonard Marshall, <laughs> he had a great Jets career, too. Oh, man, Coquel, I love you. They're all that one team when Parcells got there, got everybody at the end. I uh, love you so much. Is Brett Favre an all-time hey, great Jet? He's the greatest Jet quarterback of all time. I don't know why everybody goes to Namath. I'm like, we had Favre. The greatest Jet quarterback from Mississippi of all time. He had Brett a great 12-game span before his arm fell off. I um I I blew my own mind though uh, thinking about how say forty years after the Dolphins won the two thousand twenty Super Bowl, Dolphins fans hoisting Tom Brady up as the savior like that almost made me stroke out like I'm having a hard time wrapping carry, my mind carry him that off entire- the field like Shula <laughs> yeah. that same picture oh God Ugh, I Ladanian feel Tomlinson all time yeah jet. like, like it almost feels kind of dirty like I need to go wipe down uh 888-760-3776 888-760-3776 would you take one year of potential glory for 10 years of irrelevance. This based off of Michael Lombardi on his GM Shuffle podcast with Adnan Verk saying that the Dolphins were the team that Brady referenced with the bad word in the HBO clip. Steve is in West Palm. Steve, you're on Ken Levick Alive. Hey, Steve. 
What's up, Ken? Uh, I got, I got a, it's a double-edged sword, what I want to say. One, I want to say, of course, I would love for the Dolphins to go to the Super Bowl and then be back for 10 years, because we'd probably be back for 10 years anyway. But <laughs> with that said, not with Tom Brady. Not with Tom Brady. I think Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback to ever play. But as a diehard Dolphin fan for the past 36 years, yeah. and damn near half of my, excuse my language, about half of my life, Tom Brady has destroyed us. Not with Tom. Yeah, so you're so you're like me. You're like me. Where now that I'm talking through it, like it would be great to hoist the Lombardi Trophy up and have him throwing that between boats in Biscayne Bay. But having to for years after, say Tom Brady, my quarterback, that just makes you feel icky inside. It does. I mean, maybe give the whole plate to like Aaron Rodgers and get to a championship before the Super Bowl. I'll take that versus Tom Brady winning the championship. <laughs> Steve, stick into his... I love the man, but not, not for my team. I tell you what, I appreciate you sticking to your football principles. Thank you, Steve. Appreciate the call. Can we... I know we're probably going to break and I'm mm-hmm. changing subjects here, but why are the Jets not talked about as a first-class organization? <laughs> I mean, what, what about Art them Monk, has been first Art Monk <laughs> developed his career there. Brett Favre, Ed Reed... Jason Taylor, longtime Jet, Jason Taylor, Hall of Famer, Ronnie Lott, Steve Atwater, Ty Law. Everyone, when you hear these names, you think of the green and white, baby. Okay, Ken Levick Alive featuring Coquel, presented by the FAU MBA Sport oh, Management so Program. The <laughs> RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Ball is December 18th at FAU Stadium. What time is that kickoff? 11 a.m. Ball and brunch, baby. Pancakes, then pancakes. The uh, roofclaim.com Boca Raton Bowl, December 18th, 11 a.m. at FAU Stadium. It is the college football event of this area. Uh, go to roofclaimbocaratonbowl.com, roofclaimbocaratonbowl.com for information and to be a part of it. That is the roofclaim.com Boca Raton Bowl. Books, ball, and brunch. Books? As a former educator, I like to read, too, so I just want to make sure we get some reading in during the pregame. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. We'll still take your calls. Would you take one year of potential glory for 10 years of irrelevance? I swear, if the Dolphins had a chance at Tom Brady and they went with Ryan Fitzpatrick, just end my football fandom right now. When we return... Alan Fanica? <laughs> who are you rooting for? Who are you rooting against in the conference finals and why? Because I had an epiphany last night watching the NBA playoffs and the Eastern Conference finals. He's Coquel. Rigotti's hanging out. I'm Ken Levick, and I'm live on ESPN 106.3.